Good Monday morning! Happy New Year everyone! Welcome to our special episode for January 2021. I'm Arnie Manzano and I hope our time together inspires you to live more of the discipled life. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast where you'll get to listen to the full episode. How do you start the year right and hopefully throughout the days make it even better? We're blessed as one of the most respected business speakers in the Philippines joins us for this episode. He's an author, entrepreneur, broadcaster, and columnist. His webinar trainings for both the public agencies and private corporate clients have been well-received. He's a father to three adult children and a grandfather to one grandson. And as a hobby, he loves to discover new ideas. Here's my time with Mr. Francis Kong. Good Monday morning, everyone, and we're blessed to have Mr. Francis Kong join us for this very special episode. Sir Francis, good morning to you. Magandang umaga po. Well, good morning to you, and I love the uh, the very title that you're using because every Monday, you know, I don't, I never like people say Monday morning blues. So why don't you make it Monday morning brights? And that's what you're doing. So I love it. I love that. Thank you so much. Uh, (laughs) Sir Francis, uh, you're an author, you're an entrepreneur, father, grandfather. And (laughs) one of your books back in the early 2000s, I would say, really impacted my life. Uh, It's called Three Little Words. It so impacted me that I want bless it with others so i gave it away to a friend who's actually going to uh middle east that time oh, <laughs> so i, I gave see. him the book <laughs> okay okay yeah i remember that book it was a book that has that that i would say because of that book i got to meet a lot of people one of which happens to be a very brilliant uh, filipina executive in hr who, because of that book, because I put my email address there, so she got in touch with me, invited me to give a talk in her place, and it was a company that she worked with reporting to a Singaporean country manager. And guess what happened? After that, that girl, her name is Chi, Chi Yenesa, she's now married, she's now in the States. Chi went to Singapore, started working there, and she has the distinction of perhaps the only Filipina who was able to work in the uh, Singaporean Monetary Board or Monetary Authority or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, and because, yes. And then after that, she became the HR director of. Uh, not, I, I'm not too sure about the official title. I may be wrong, but she was so involved in HR that she invited me to give a series of training, both in. Uh, your, your Singaporean universities, and also, most importantly, with, with the exec, executives of uh, MediaCorp. So that brought me there. And uh, so Singapore is very close to my heart because I've been there. I've given a lot of uh, seminars there. So thank you for having me. Thank you, Sir Francis, for that story. Uh, in fact, I also worked for MediaCorp for... A season. Oh, <laughs> there you season. go. There you go. Yes. Before I transitioned to full-time ministry. And I remember that book because, like what you mentioned, sir, uh, you have your email address there. And when I saw that you have your email address there, I thought to myself, this author 
uh, is really good. And I want to encourage him. And I want to reach out to him. So I emailed you way, way back when email was like, I think, dial up before that email. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those days. Oh, yeah. I remember those days. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Sir Francis, uh, I invited you this morning so that uh, you could inspire us and encourage us on how we could start the year right. And mm. even 2021, I know it's going to be still unpredictable. In fact, every year is unpredictable because we cannot predict the future, right? But how do we start the year right and even throughout the days, make it even better? And that's a very good question because it puts us now in a thinking frame to realize that a lot of people start the year wrong. Because what most people would do, you know, the traditional New Year's resolution, I've never believed in that. As a matter of fact, New Year's resolution work until the 11th day of the first month of the year. <laughs> and this is accurately measured through treadmill. <laughs> so after eating too much, they start the New Year's resolution. <laughs> By January 11, the treadmills are now empty. See? So... First, first, first thing of all is I've always never believed in New Year's resolution. I've always believed in daily resolves. Wow. What do I resolve to do? But even before you go there, a lot of people got it wrong. They start the new year, you know, new year. There's something mystical about the new year. But it's actually the flipping of the calendar from December 31 to January 1. And it's always been the same. But it is symbolic in the sense that there is hope. And that is one part we should admit. However, a lot of people now begin the new year by thinking, oh, these are the practices that I've not been doing, so I got to eradicate it. And I want to do these new things so that I can be a better person. That actually should not be the first step. The most important step, even leading towards January 1, is that you need to do three things. You need to, number one, reflect. What was it about the past year? Both the good things and the challenging things. What were the things I did right? There's a tendency for you to uh, forget it because we would glory on the results of the good things done, but you got to go back and reflect. What were the good things I did that made me come to this conclusion that it was good. And that will be something that is worth repeating for the new year. Next is you have to reassess. Mm -hmm. You have to reassess yourself now, especially with the pandemic. Beautiful time to reassess. How was my resilience level? How was my adversity quotient when all of these things suddenly happened to me? And it seems like everything becomes hopeless and helpless. How was I? Was I able to handle that well? Hmm. You know, you know, Arnie, the best invention of human beings is not social media or the computer. It is still a paper and a pen. That's true. When you write them down, these were the things I did right. These are the mm -hmm. things I needed to improve on. So that's reassessing yourself. The next thing is you have to 
renew and recharge. Mm-hmm. You have to recharge yourself into saying that what were the anxieties and the useless worries I had that sucked the life out of me and the energy that never added value at all. Yeah. And so, and what were the things that I did that enabled me to navigate through those very difficult times? Because it now opens the doorway for me to enter the new year and then maybe giving me, providing me with the opportunity now to focus on opportunities and not just to be overwhelmed by challenges. So yeah. once you are recharged, and you recharge means you got to rest. You got to take time to take care of your physical body. And most of my clients now are asking me all over the world. I never realized that the pandemic has opened me to offer my services all over the world. I remember a couple of uh, weeks ago, I was with Myanmar, the executives of a top uh, soda company in the world. And then two days later, I was with Middle East and South Africa with another company. And so we, we, we now begin to say that I have to take care of myself. And most of my clients now are asking me to do talks on wellness. So why are they inviting me to talk on wellness? That means a lot of people are unwell. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's an important thing to reflect. So that's, that's the first part. You take the, the first few days of the general year, start of the year, by reflecting, reassessing, renewing, recharging, and then reevaluating yourself now. And that is before we even go to the, to the new year. How does that sound to you, Arnie? That sounds great. So let me just recap that. We start with reflecting, reassessing, and then mm-hmm. renew and recharge. That's very important. How can we give out of ourselves if yeah. we are depleted <laughs> or we are empty? We're running on empty. That's why exactly. rest also is very important. We, exactly. we start with that position of, of rest when we work. Yes. Great. So, Sir Francis, if there's one thing that you're really thankful to God for last year, 2020, what would it be? My entire family was locked down with me. So, I have uh, have a grandson now. They're living in Makati. I also have a place in Makati, but because of the preeminent news about the breakout of COVID-infected people, Mm -hmm. my, my daughter and her husband... Hannah and Jason, together with my grandson, Mateo, quickly went over to my house here because I have a bigger place here. And then my my married son and, and wife, Maxine, and Brian and Maxine, they started moving over to my place because the lockdown enabled them to pivot and discovered a new fantastic business that they're doing. So I allowed them to use the space, uh, the ground floor of my house. Mm-hmm. So the blessing is that our family is together. It's like having a great family vacation without spending a lot of money. So we're <laughs> together. And, and those things will not happen. Those are, those are things that I have to thank God for. And at the same time, there's just so many things that are, you know, you can, you can spend the rest of your 20 next episodes just for me to enumerate the things that I got to thank God for. But here's another thing. 
that a lot of people also fail to remember. You also have to thank God for the challenges. Yes. You know, the first few, uh, I, I remember distinctively the first five weeks of the lockdown. In just a couple of weeks, Manila or NCR region in the Philippines will be celebrating our first anniversary of the lockdown. That's how fast time flies. Huh? Yeah. And so the first five weeks of the lockdown, I was totally unemployed. All of my speaking engagements, and I averaged 300 plus every year, right? Wow. So all of my speaking engagements, book tour, lecture, international business conferences, they're all canceled. So that's, that's kind of challenging. The other business that I have that's involved with children's education, I had to close because of the new reality. Yes. <laughs> and so one thing I have, I, have re, I have developed as a habit is that I need to thank God for all those things that are happening. Yes. So I need to thank God for the challenges that I'm having that's happening. I, 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 I have to thank God for the business closure that's happening because one thing that I have learned and the advantage of being a senior citizen is that after every major crisis, usually God uses that to open up new doors of opportunity. Yes. And I'm not thanking God for the opportunity. I am thanking God for allowing me to go through these experiences and giving me an opportunity to become a better person. Yes. So one thing I have learned uh, through my early walk with Christ in a Bible study that I've never forgotten is in all things, yes, yes, that's true. And even as you were sharing that, Sir Francis, I just got reminded of uh, Romans five verse three, because it says here, "We can rejoice too. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance." So challenges come, but. Uh, with the challenges come also opportunities. That's when why opportunities come. Opportunities yes. to praise God. <laughs> opportunities Correct. to thank Him. Yes. yes, and that's why this pandemic can make people better, can make people bitter, mm -hmm. and can make some people butter. That's the first time I heard that. Right. <laughs> That's already a quotable <laughs> quote from Sir Francis Kong. <laughs> oh, I got it somewhere. I can't remember. <laughs> Sir Francis, um, yeah. what's really inspiring in what you're doing right now is also your daily uh, Facebook posts. It's short and sharp, yet it's really meaningful and impactful and a lot of people i know it's uh speaking to them that's why they're passing it on to others as well yes thank you for that i think if you were somebody else you wouldn't it will take you a little while to understand but being in the ministry yourself you would understand that uh, the only way you will be able to do this i would say is number one you got to have empathy yes so when you take a, a careful look at this word study and the word empathy in the Greek, you know, Americans have a very nice way of saying that you get yourself into the shoes of another person. And that's not bad. But what if the size doesn't fit mm. and the shoe is too big for you? It's going to fall off your feet. 
But the literal meaning of the word empathy is getting into the skin of the person. And so it is exactly the same word wherein God enters into the skin of humanity through Jesus Christ, entering the world as a man. In order to understand. Emmanuel. So uh, you you begin to, you, you understand what people are going through. Not all detail, but generally, you can put yourself in their situation and understand. I'm in the comfort of an air-conditioned room. But what about people who can't even afford to have their next meal? What are the things they're going through? What about this person who constantly lives in fear that will I be part of the next retrenchment? Mm -hmm. So what, what, what are these things that are happening? And because maybe I've gone through those things myself in the past. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned empathy. Uh, in my strengths finders, uh, Sir Francis, empathy showed up in my top three. So it's connectedness, empathy, and uh, oh shucks, I forgot the other one. I think it's belief. <laughs> I have to I have to remember that. Maybe anyway. maybe the third one is forgetfulness. <laughs> 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 no, but that empathy level, especially this uh, last year, 2020, for me, I think it has gone up a notch. And I really had to go always go back to the Lord and ask Him to lift off some burdens that probably I was unnecessarily carrying. Because like in a span of a week, like church members would call me asking me to to pray with them for a family member who has COVID. And then another day they will call, another uh, family would call that they are all, all have you know, recovered already. But at the same day, somebody will call that they lost their father uh, because of COVID. So it's like a roller coaster of emotions for me that I always needed to go back to the Lord and you know, cast all my cares and all my burdens back to him. It's extremely draining. Um, I've made it a habit. Um, I've got a huge amount of following in, in FB. And this is just FB, we like page alone. I've got followings also in IG and LinkedIn and everywhere else. I made it a point to personally answer every question that's thrown at me through PM, not in those general replies. There's just yes. too many. And I've always believed that if people will take the time to compose a note and write me, I should at least accord the same decency and respect for the people who have invested in it. And uh, it's draining out to me. Uh, All throughout my FB life, I can probably count maybe more than 10 instances where people would write me telling me that they plan to take their own lives. And I have to walk them through the process of slowly encouraging them and giving them a little bit of hope and a little bit of understanding that that's not the solution that's going to bring you to a deeper problem. And it can, it can drain you. So you need, you need to be strong so that you can lend your stress to other people who may yes. want to need it at that precise moment. That's great. Thank you, Sir Francis. You've, you've done your, your reflection for last year, 
And is there one passage of scripture that you are meditating on that you feel will carry you through this 2021? Not really. What I do is ever since 1985 until now, I start the day with my quiet time. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't necessarily operate using verses as a mission statement for the year or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I put myself in a state of agility, flowing with wherever the spirit would want to bring me. So like, for instance, this morning, my meditation now, because I make sure that every year I finish the entire Bible, right? So now, right now, I've started with a new reading program for 2021. And I'm here now at the very part of the deliverance of the people of Israel through, through the seas as uh, God has caused them the deliverance from Egypt. And, and this meditation now, would, would allow me and equip me to understand that there is similarities and there, there's a picture type of Christ in every episode that you, you study. And God has amazingly allowed us to pass over the different episodes of our lives and deliver us yes. from a life of slavery into a life of freedom. So that's my meditation today. And will it have something to do with the lesson preparation I'm doing for my clients? I'm sure it will. Yes. I'm just looking for the connection. So every single day, it is, I put myself in a free-flowing stage wherein where would the Spirit guide me yes. and where would He want me to put my attention on? Because I do, I, I do webinars every day to different clients. So... I'm, I'm not one who would have one canned presentation and then deliver to everyone because we have unique needs. Yes. I need to be sensitive to what their needs would be. I like that. I like that. Because uh, going back to what you mentioned earlier, Sir Francis, the daily resolve, having an open mind, an open heart, and a sensitive uh, spirit to God's Holy Spirit will allow you to make those daily resolutions. Yes. And uh, as you've mentioned that, I remember also Galatians 5, where it says there, let us keep in step yes. with the Spirit. So yes. that's being flowing and being sensitive yes. to where God wants us to yes. be at a particular time, at a particular place. Correct. So, Sir Francis, as we're winding our time uh, down, what could I be praying with you and for you? Oh, at my stage right now, you got to pray for health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not exactly young anymore. And uh, to have the endurance and the strength and the sensitivity to understand what the needs of the people are. To have the courage and the faith to uh, proclaim Jesus and to make him known. And to to be able to have the sensitivity to spot opportunity. Mm-hmm. And to be able to minister to the people who are in need. Because I, you know, COVID-19 has humbled humanity. Yeah. So this is a... Uh, not just humanity, but COVID-19 has actually humbled everyone, including the church. And to understand where God is leading us. You know, every single day we have thanked God for provision and protection. Yes. And that, that's part of our, our daily routine now, thanking God for everything. So yes. thank you very much for praying for me. And also pray for the audiences that I'll be able to minister to for the entire 2020. Great, great. 
Let me say a prayer over you right now, Sir Francis. Uh, I'm also going to pray along the lines of Psalm 16, verse 7 and 8. And it says here, I will bless the Lord who guides me. Lord, thank you that you are the one who continues to guide us. And I pray a blessing over Sir Francis. I pray that you will continue to strengthen him. And uh, it says here, even at night, my heart instructs me. Lord, I pray that his heart will always be tender before you. Lord, we pray that the meditations of our heart, the words of our mouth, Lord God, will always be pleasing unto you. Lord, verse 8 says, I know the Lord is always with me. Lord, thank you, Lord, for the protection, the provision that you continue to give Sir Francis and his family. And thank you, Lord, for you... Uh, your word says here, I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. Lord, thank you for this promise that you are always with us. You will never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you, Lord God, for the time that you have given Sir Francis to, to spend with his family, Lord, especially during the lockdowns, Lord, that they were able to connect with one another, bond with each other closer than ever before. Always give vitality and, and strength and resolve, Lord God, to Sir Francis as he uh, empowers many others, as he gives off his time, his, his skill, Lord, to others. And they will always be uh, motivated and inspired to do excellent things, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you very much for your prayer. Thank you. So, Sir Francis, thank you again for spending time with me. You're welcome. And I do hope that we can get to do this again in the future. Sure. sure. And, uh, you know, I miss, I miss Singapore. I miss my Singaporean friends and clients as well. Uh, one day, you know, COVID-19 will pass. This is not the end of the world. And uh, COVID-19 is merely a detour. It's not a dead end. So we put our hope in the Lord who controls everything. Yes. And the one assurance I'd like to give to your listeners is this. I've gone through the Bible, one whole book every year since 1985. Wow. Nowhere could I find in the Bible wherein God says, oops, I made a mistake. He's mm. still in control. So don't worry. Trust Him. Trust Him. Again, uh, maraming salamat po, uh, Sir Francis. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Arnie. Uh, maraming salamat. I've always admired Mr. Francis Kong's passion for excellence and heart to serve and help others be enriched in their leadership and personal excellence. Whether you are in the corporate world, in a nonprofit organization, in your own businesses, or a homemaker, I'm sure you will benefit from what we've just shared. Here's what Sir Francis said on how we can start the year right. Take time to reflect on both the good and the challenging things that had happened. Ask yourself, what are the things you did right? Then reassess, how was my resilience level? How did I respond to the challenges? What are the things I need to improve on? Renew and recharge. What were the worries, the anxieties that drained the life out of you and was not a benefit? Be intentional in keeping yourself healthy. And it's good to have a pen and paper to jot down your thoughts. If you're not a pen and paper guy anymore, then type it in. Personally, I found out that when I use pen and paper, 
I tend to remember more what I wrote down. That's just me. It might be different for you. When you clearly write it down and define it, it is likely that you will be able to do it. So reflect, reassess, renew and recharge. Focus on the opportunities and not be overwhelmed with the obstacles. And I'd like to highlight another R that Sir Francis mentioned. It is resolve. A daily resolve, a daily commitment to the Lord is what we need to get through this year. The first part of Psalm 63 verse 1 says, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. Earnestly means with sincere and intense conviction. We need to seek the Lord daily. Earnestly, not just at the start of the year, but every day of the year. If we are to start this right and even make it through the end, resolve to earnestly seek God daily. And His promise is He will be found and He will be our guide. Be passionate for the things of God. Be passionate for life. I hope you found this episode helpful and inspiring. Follow Good Monday Morning on Facebook for daily inspirational content. Subscribe on podcasts for our full episodes. That's it for today. Have a good Monday morning and a blessed rest of the week.